Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Jen. And I'm Vernisa, coming out of Los Angeles, California, with the Speak, Speak Up, Up podcast. podcast. And you're tuned in with the Sportsway with Dre Day podcast. Do your thing, Dre. Yo, what's happening? It's your man, a guru here from Guru Speaks Podcast. And you're not checking out Sportsway with my dog, Dre Day. Get with it and get ran over. Biatch. It's episode time, motherfuckers. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, what up? This is your man Dre Day, and you are tuned in to a brand new episode with Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. This is episode number 53. This episode here is going to be a special one. You know what I'm saying? This one, you know, I'm going to take a step away from basketball talk. I'm going to take a step away from baseball talk which i haven't really been doing much but i'm gonna get to that you know future on down the line getting to a little more active with it i'm gonna take a break well i mean i've been taking a break from football since um super bowl last year football about to start up soon so i'm gonna get on that but this episode here again is gonna be special on this one here i want to be on a mission and i want to Salute some women that's going to some salute some of the ladies that's in the sports world. So this episode here, um none of my episodes really had a title. You know what I'm saying? It was just more so of me, you know, naming the segments. But this episode here is strictly for the ladies. It's ladies edition. You know what I'm saying? And uh as you heard from the intro. You know, it's ladies night Well, ladies day, ladies night You know what I'm saying So, the first segment we gonna speak on is I gotta start it off with the US women's soccer team You know what I'm saying Um, We won the World Cup once again You know what I'm saying So congrats to the USA women's soccer team Um, We gonna speak on that Um, I'ma also speak on um, tennis feet, well, tennis prodigy, baby girl Coco, you know what I'm saying? You know, she made it to the round of 16 at her young age of 15 and made it to the round of 16. She actually lost her match yesterday, but I'm going to give her her roses now, you know what I'm saying? So salute to you. Even though you didn't win, you made it further than what people thought. So I'm going to speak on that and I'm going to also speak about, um... MMA two two weight champion 
Amanda Nunez. You know what I'm saying? She just won her um big match over the weekend against Holly Holm. So I'm gonna speak on that as well. So um your boy gonna take a little iced tea break. I gotta sip some iced tea real quick. So when your boy get back, we gonna get ready, dive in into this new episode. Holla at your boy. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Episode now in motion. Again, first thing, salute to the U.S. women's soccer team. Congrats to all of y'all. Congrats to every single one of y'all. Before I even get into all the shit that I'm going to speak on, because this, this segment here, I'm going to be in my bag on this one, because I'm not just going to speak about what they've done on the field. There's some other things that, you know what I'm saying, that I think needs to be elaborated on as well. And I'm going to go in on this shit. You know what I'm saying? This episode is strictly, again, this episode is strictly for the ladies. You know what I'm saying? So they don't get that much love. They going to get love on my platform. And this episode right here, I'm going to go in on that. You know what I'm saying? So without further ado, I want to salute all the members of the U.S. Women's National Soccer Team. So I want y'all to bear with me because I know y'all pretty much know about some of the players. You know what I'm saying? Y'all might know about three or four of them, the popular ones. You know, your Alex Morgans, your Megan Rapino, Kari Lloyd, you know, Julie Ertz. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to call each and every one of these members out. Because it's a collective effort. I'm naming all 23 girls, and it just so happened somebody else, somebody, somebody else that's great wears that number. Um, Michael Jeffrey Jordan. But again, this is a woman's episode. This is for the ladies. But I just thought it was fitting that the number was 23. You know what I'm saying? And you know I could, you know, rep my man Mike. You know what I mean? So let me just mention all their names to send congrats. Alex Morgan. Megan Rapino, Kristen Press, Rose Lavelle, Carly Lloyd, Tobin Heath, Julie Ertz, Eileen Krager, Mallory Pogue, Ashlyn Harris, Abby Dalkemper, Alyssa Naher, Kelly O'Hara, Crystal Dunn, Andrea Long, Lindsay Horan, Becky Sarabrun, Morgan Bryan, Sam Mewis, Tierna Davison, Adriana Franch, Jessica McDonald, Emily Sonnet. Those are all 23 players from this U.S. women's national team. And I'm going to give them all a praise. So again, salute to y'all on repping out country and going out there and doing the damn thing. And that's winning the World Cup for the fourth time in history. Again, I said the fourth time. But this was our back-to-back -back World Cup titles. Four years ago, 2015, you know what I'm saying? We went over there. You know, we went, you, know, you know what I'm saying? We went out there and we won the um, World Cup back then, Alex Morgan was on the team, Kari Lloyd was on the team, um, 
Who else was on the team? Megan Rapinoe was on the team. Amy Wabach was on the team. She's no, she's no longer playing. But uh, got to say this, though. The narrative, before, the narrative before the World Cup started, all the talk was, is there any, is there any team that was going to step up and dethrone the U.S. women's soccer team? We found that out real quick, fast, in a hurry, and that answer was a hell fucking no. And it started with the first game. Let me take it back. First game. We blew out Thailand. 13 zip. Second game. We beat Chile. 3 zip. Third game. We beat Sweden. All group games. 2 zip. The first three games. We didn't give up a point. We outscored the competition. 18 to zip. Okay? There we go. We beat England in the semifinals, 2-1. to one. We beat France, which was the home team. We beat them in the quarterfinals, 2-1. And obviously, again, we won the World Cup title by beating Netherlands, you know what I'm saying, 2-0 to zip by Mega Rapino from a penalty kick. And um, Lavelle scored a, scored a goal in the, 69th, in, in the 69th minute. We are on a 17-game winning streak in these World Cups, dating back to Lord knows when. We're on a 17-game winning streak. Got to salute Megan Rapino. Um, she received the Golden Boot. She had the most goals in the World Cup with six. Well, actually, her and Alex Morgan had the most goals, but they gave her the Golden Boot because um, I believe she played less minutes than Alex Morgan. They had the same amount of they had the same amount of goals and they had the same amount of assists, but I think being that she had less minutes on the field, they gave it to her. Um, Michelle Akers in 1999, she won the Golden Boot. Um, Megan also won the Gold Ball for top three players in the World Cup. Um, Rose Lavelle, she won she won the Bronze Ball. Like I said, Alex Morgan, she won the silver boot for second top player in the World Cup. We got to salute um, the coach, who really doesn't get that much credit, but she actually gets these girls prepared. So we got to salute Jill Ellis. She's 13-1 in World Cup games as the coach for Team USA. Um, when we lost in Rio in the 2016 Olympics, she put pressure on these girls to get ready for the World Cup because a lot of them girls, their spots wasn't, you know, just because your name. You had to earn your spot. And all 23 of these girls said, you know what, we're going to come together and we're going to do this damn thing. And it all, it all worked out, you know what I'm saying? So we got to give, again, I want to give the girls all, this, all, the, all the respect, all the credit in the world. Throughout this whole World Cup, we scored 26 goals. That's a World Cup record. World Cup record. This is our fourth overall World Cup. We've won one in 91. We've won one in 99. We've won one in 2015. And now again, we've won one this year. The last team to go back-to-back -back in World Cups 
was Germany, and that was way back in the day. I don't even think any of us was born at the time. Throughout this whole World Cup, we've only given up six goals. Only six goals. You know what I'm saying? Every game outside of the final, USA, the women's soccer team, we scored our first goal within 10 to 12 minutes. So basically, once you start watching the game, don't go for a bathroom break. Don't go to the kitchen. Don't go outside and take out garbage. Because if you do, chances are you're going to miss a goal. The only game where it took a while for us to score was the title game. So again, you know what I'm saying? Salute to the girls. I'm proud of y'all. Um, Wednesday is going down here in New York. Ticker tape parade. You know what I'm saying? Um, what, what, what they call it? I believe they call it the, the Cannon of Champions. Just like 2015 when we won the World Cup, they had a parade for them in City Hall. Well, on Wednesday, we're going to do it again for them. And unfortunately, I have to work. So, you know what I'm saying? I won't be able to be there for it. But uh, I just felt that it was very necessary for me to shout out these ladies and give them their love and give them their recognition that they rightfully deserve. You know what I'm saying? Because for some reason, the women's soccer, especially as it pertains to the U.S., don't get, that much, don't get that much exposure. They don't. Maybe it's because they're women or whatever the case may be. Some people don't think it's interesting. But me, I love it. And being that they're repping our country... I'm definitely, you know what I'm saying, gonna, you know, rep them. But it hasn't been easy for them. You know what I'm saying? It's been, you know, throughout throughout this whole World Cup, you know, it's been flat for some of the girls on the team. You know, Mega Rapino, obviously, you know what I'm saying, you know, she's a openly, she's an open lesbian. You know what I'm saying? She's dating WNBA legend Sue Bird. Um, for some of the games, you know what I'm saying? When they played the U.S. National Anthem, you know, she didn't have her hand across her heart and all this other stuff. And she, she, you know, she received a lot of flack from that. Me, personally, I have no problem with it. Because if you go and watch NBA games and they stand in a line or they stand side by side to each other, some players have their hands across their heart. Some players got their hands folded behind their back. Some players got their hands in their pocket listening to the national anthem. Why nobody say anything to them? But when she does it, it's an issue. Not fair in my eyes. Double standard. Let's go to the showboating. Okay? The game against Thailand when we won 13 zip. Immediately, the day after, you had people saying, oh, they was running up the score. Oh, Every time they scored the goal, they're taunting, over-celebrating, yada, yada, yada. I call bullshit. Because guess what? I've seen games where men celebrate. Sliding on the field, taking their shirts off. It's just like in football. Niggas do twerking, all that shit. It's all fun and games when the men do it. But when the women do it, it's an issue. Double standard in my eyes. Let's take it to... The game against England, Alex Morgan, she scores one of the goals, and we played England, so, you know, it's tea time, you know what I'm saying? 
She scores a goal. She puts the pinky in the air like she's sipping on some tea. You know how you, you, you know how the English people do when they sip tea. They got the pinky in the air. They call that excessive taunting. When men do it, it's not an issue. But when the girls do it, it's a problem. Double standing in my eyes. Stop bitching. Stop complaining. Let the girls do what they do. They winning for our country. They repping for our country. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of that, when was the last time the men won for us? Don't worry. I'll wait. Because I'm going to get into that right now. Another issue that took place after we won and um we was receive you know we was we was receiving um our medals it just so happened that the crowd started chanting equal pay while we were getting our medals now it's no secret that the men's that the men get paid more than the women that's pretty much in every spectrum you know, in the NBA, they get paid way more than the WNBA. Way more. Now, I'm not saying these girls deserve $100 million contracts, but these girls should be in the millions. You know what I'm saying? That's just my personal opinion. They deserve to be in the millions. And I'm just speaking for WNBA aspect. But right now, I want to keep it strictly on soccer. The U.S. women's team, some of them, some of the players... $90,000 a player $90,000 a player For some women For the men They make $500,000 a player Now obviously unless you're Messi And Ronaldo Like those guys are making millions But for the most part The estimated amount That a man makes In soccer $500,000 a player And for the women $90,000 a player I think that's a crime And I don't know if that's for Just The US national team Or whatever the case may be But I'm going to put it like this And I'm speaking for the women's US national soccer team The women Because that's what I'm, I'm speaking on I'm speaking for the ladies These women deserve to get paid I'm not saying have crazy numbers like the men, but the numbers I just read you, they deserve way more than that. And the reason being, I don't want to hear about this revenue, exposure. I don't want to hear any of that. What you're doing on the field. And I just said, the U.S. women's soccer team now has four World Cups at their disposal. Four. Cuatro. That's four in Spanish. Follow me here. That's four. The men have zero World Cups. Zero. Zero World Cups. The women are holding this down when it comes to soccer as it pertains to this country The men don't do nothing The men's team is basically trash If you ask me But when it comes to the women They hold it down And they hold it down to the They hold it down to the extent 
You know what I'm saying? So, in my opinion, these girls deserve to get paid, and they deserve to get paid way more than what they're getting right now. Way more. When it comes to World Cups, when it comes to Olympics, the women, U.S. women, is holding it down for the United States. I can't say that much for the men. You know what I'm saying? They're not making medal games. They're not even high ranked. You know what I'm saying? But for the U.S., but for soccer, for the women's, when it comes to these World Cups and Olympics, we're top notch. We're number one. We're uno. So from that aspect, when it comes to what you're doing on the field, these girls, these women, these ladies should be rewarded and they deserve to get paid more than what they're getting right now. You know what I'm saying? So let's just give it to them. Now, Julie Fowder, Fowdy, I hope I'm saying her name right. She was on the 91-99 national team when we won the first two World Cups. Even she said this was the best women's national team and World Cup. Now, she was on the 91-99 team. Those two teams, she was on those. She even said that this team, the team that just won the World Cup this past weekend, they are the best women's national team in World Cup history. And that says a lot because you know a lot of old heads. Excuse me, Julie. You know, a lot of you know people from old teams, they don't like to give credit, you know what I'm saying, to a team after them. They don't want to say an error was better than theirs. She just came out and said that this national team for the U.S. was better than the two national teams that she was on. So, you know what I'm saying? I just had to do it. I had to show them they love. I want them to smell their roses because they're not going to get that much exposure. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's going to really talk about it. I mean, I know on Sports Center they talked about it, but ain't nobody really speaking about it no more. They had they, you know, for, for some reason they had their 15 minutes of fame on Sunday night, and ain't that many people talking about it now. So I felt like on my platform it was only right that I give these ladies their roses now. You know what I'm saying? So again, congrats to the U.S. women's soccer team, all 23 of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Um... And can't wait to see y'all four years from now, 2023, go for that three-peat in the World Cup. Regardless of what girls is on the team, I know Carly Lloyd is considering retiring, which I'm hoping she doesn't. But for the rest of y'all and Carly Lloyd, if you come back, I can't wait to see y'all in 2023 as we go for the three-peat in the World Cup. So again, congrats to y'all. And it's over for this segment. So... When your boy comes back, we're going to speak on that next segment. And, you know, I'm going to, you know, give credit and acknowledge um, baby girl Coco, young um, prodigy tennis player. I'm going to give her her love and have her smell her roses. So your boy's going to take a quick break. When your boy get back, we're going to dive into that. So this is your man Dre Day on Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Your boy will be right back. Stay tuned. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back, you know what I'm saying? Um, this segment here, you know what I'm saying? Gotta show love um, to a young, to a young African-American, to a young African-American girl. Um, obviously, being a young African-American is tough. 
It's very tough. It's very, very difficult in this world. You know, we got to prove ourselves twice as, twice as more as white folk. We know that. Um, so for this segment here, you know, I want to acknowledge and give praise to Coco Garf. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her. I'm hoping I'm pronouncing her name right. Well, her last name right. Um, young, young tennis prodigy, 15 years old. Uh, she was just in the one of the biggest um, major tournaments in tennis, which is the Wimbledon Championships. Um, for those who follow tennis, there are four major tournaments. You got Wimbledon. You got the U.S. Open. You got the French Open And you got the Australian Open This young girl 15 years old again I'm going to say it again 15 years old Advanced to the round of 16 And not only did she advance To the round of 16 She was able To take on And defeat One of her idols which was Venus Williams. Now, obviously, we know Venus is not, you know, the Venus of old. But she can still get busy. You know what I'm saying? You know, she's a legend. She's one of the go she's one of the greats in tennis. Obviously, the little sister Serena, we already know where she stands at, you know what I'm saying, in the tennis world from the female aspect. In my eyes, she's the GOAT. Some people may say others, but I call bullshit. What this young girl has done has to be applauded. You know what I'm saying? Again, 15 years old, born in Atlanta, Georgia. Now she lives in Delroy Beach, Florida. Um, she was playing in her first major. And again, she qualified for the Wimbledon. And after qualifying, she had to wind up playing her idol, which is Venus Williams, and she defeated her in straight sets. Now, for people that, you know, know tennis, for the women, you got to win two sets. For the men, you got to win three. She won straight sets, 6-4, 6-4. So, she got that out the way. Second round, she defeated Mag Magdalena Rybakova. I'm hoping I'm saying, I I'm hope I'm saying your name right. Two sets, 6-3, 6-3. Third round, she went against Paulina Hergog. She lost the first set, 6-3. She was down the second set, 5-2. She saved three match points. Now, for those of y'all that don't know what a match point is, that means if you win one more point, the match is over. You won the match. She fought back. Three match points to force a tiebreaker. And she won the tiebreaker 7-6. Well, she won the tiebreaker 7-9 to win the set 7-6. And then eventually she wound up winning the last set 7-5. Basically, it was a tie. It was basically a sudden death set where she won 7-5. Um now she's a she's a star now. You know, Michelle Obama was tweeting about her. Jaden Smith was tweeting about her. Samuel L. Jackson was tweeting about her. I was I was kind of hoping he would be on some. You do your thing, girl. 
fuck these motherfuckers do your thing, girl? I was hoping Samuel would do a tweet like that, but you know, he kept the G-rated. But uh the crowd started chanting, we love you, Coco. Um, then we get to her game on Monday. And unfortunately, you know, obviously you know how this goes. You know, when you're in a tournament, the competition gets more it gets it gets more steeper. It gets more the competition gets harder. She went up against Simona Halep, who's the seventh ranked female in the world. And she was at one time years ago, she was the number one ranked woman in the world. And she lost in straight sets six three to six three. Six three to six three. There was times in the game, you know, she looked very agitated. She was getting down on herself and stuff like that. But it's natural. It's gonna happen. You know what I'm saying? But I just love the way she carried herself after the loss, after the defeat. You know, obviously, you know, she sat on the bench, she looked down on herself. And I gotta salute her parents, because her parents have been very supportive through this whole thing. You know what I'm saying? This girl has cup. She this this girl has had an amazing upbringing in the tennis world. She's worked with Serena Williams's coach in France when she was 11 years old. She turned pro last year. She made her debut this year, so she's done all the Junior Olympics. You know, she's done the the Junior Games and stuff like that. Um, she already has an endorsement deal with New Balance. Um. Before this, she was ranked at number 313. Obviously, after this, she's going to be moved up to in the top 150. Um, again, like I said, this was her first major tournament. So for you to do what you did in this major tournament at your age, 15, should be saluted and should be applauded. She's the youngest to reach a major She's the youngest, again, she's the youngest to reach in a major, the round of 16, since 1996, and Anna Kornova did that. But that was somebody who didn't really win much. The only thing that people cared about was her was she was a blonde and she was beautiful, where she's at now. But that's neither here nor there. She's the youngest to reach in the Wilmington the round of 16 since 1991, and that was Jennifer, Jennifer Capriati. I believe she was 14 years old. She's won 12 of 13 sets played in qualifying and main draws. This girl is going to be a force in the future. She will be. If she keeps herself on the straight edge, plays it the right way, Stays out of trouble Because again Now that she's a star When she gets home It's going to be all these people Pressing her Wanting her to do this Wanting her to do that As long as her parents Can keep herself late Keep her labeled Keep her at a bay Baby girl will be fine She will be back Make no mistake about it She will definitely Be back And like I said You know When she You know When she lost You know She didn't cry you know, she didn't complain about it. You know, she didn't do any of those things. You know what I'm saying? She was very honored to be in this major tournament. She was very honored to be in it. And she, you know, she she presented herself very well. 
You know, you know, I'm, I'm gonna just read some quotes from her. I was obviously disappointed. I mean, I would be disappointed in any loss, no matter if it was playing world number one or somebody younger than me. I think I just need to go back to work and keep working hard and get ready for my next couple of tournaments. I don't know what my schedule right now is because I wasn't expecting to be here. But my next goal is to win the next tournament I play in. I'm just paraphrasing here, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to rush through it, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, she's going to be back. She will be back. But you know what I'm saying? Due to her age, due to her age, she can't just play in whatever event she wants to play in. You know what I'm saying? That's why she kept saying, you know, her next tournament, her next couple of tournaments. Because you know what I'm saying? They have like a, they have like an age restriction, you know what I'm saying, for the amount of tournaments that you can play in. You know what I'm saying? Um, it was introduced in 1994 where players, you know, over 13 years, you know, age 13 and under, they weren't allowed to play at all. And if you were 14 and 17 years old, you know, you had decreasing restrictions. With 14-year-olds, you know, you played eight professional matches. You know what I'm saying? But for Coco, being that she's 15, she can play in 10 professional events. You know what I'm saying? But they've already made it be, you know, they already, you know, they already let it be known that slightly for her, she can now play in 12 tournaments. 12 tournaments. So, the future is bright for her. Very bright for her. And uh, I, was, I, I was truly hoping that, you know, she could beat the odds and get to the finals. Because I would have loved to see her go against her other idol, which is Serena Williams. And shout out to Serena because um, she won her quarterfinals match earlier today so now she's in the semifinals so I would have loved to see that match with Serena and Coco and uh hopefully you know God willing if all the stars in the universe line up eventually we get that match where you could look at it as a passing of the torch you can say um the future is bright for her again Remember, she came into this major not expecting to be there that long. You know what I'm saying? It was reported that they basically had to, you know, f find accommodations in three different hotels because they didn't expect to be here that they didn't expect to be in England that long. But for her to make it to the round of 16 at this age, it's a beautiful thing. And and again, the sky is bright for her. And just to think. That in your first match, you was able to beat your idol. Tells you something. It, I'm telling you, it would have been something if she would have lasted this, last the distance, and wound up playing her other idol, Serena, in the finals. Do I think she would have won? No. But it would have been a beautiful thing to see, to see how she would have been able to handle that to go up against her idol. You know what I'm saying? It's one thing to beat Venus. Because, again, Venus is, you know, she, she's not the Venus of old. But, again, she's still a legend. You know, where do we rank her as far as top women's players? 
Maybe top five, maybe top ten. She's in my top five. But we all know who's number one. We all know who's the cream of the crop when it comes to women's tennis, and that's Serena. So, again, you know, congrats to you, Coco, um, for making it to Wimbledon. Congrats to making it to the round of 16. Um, salute to you. Salute to your parents, both parents, your mother and your father. And uh, I personally cannot wait to see you back on the tennis court whenever that is. Because, again, there's restrictions. You can't play in every, you know what I'm saying, every tournament because of your age. But I am looking forward to seeing you playing again. And I'm hoping it's at the U.S. Open. I'm hoping that you play in another major. And then hopefully, you know, you know, you go back home, you get back to the drawing board, and uh, you work on your game, you work on your backhand hits, your, your, you know what I'm saying, all that. You know what I'm saying? It's growing pains. It's gonna take time. You know, there's gonna be you know, there's gonna be times you're gonna get agitated. There's gonna be times that just like, you know, in these games, you slammed your racket on the floor. It's gonna happen. You're young, you're 15, it's gonna happen. But the future is bright for you. Um, continue to stay on the straight edge, which I'm sure your parents will make sure stays intact. So again, this is your brother, your big brother, Dre Day. Saying to you, congrats, and the sky's the limit, and I cannot wait to see you again on the tennis court. So, again, salute to you and your family. We love you, Coco. We love you, and we support you. So, it's a wrap for this segment. Um, got one more to go, and, uh, you know, I'm a, you know, I'm a, um, shout out um, and salute MMA um, women's fighter Amanda Nunez Again this is a ladies edition Episode So I figured that These were the three major things That's happened within the last week I mean obviously You know I could have did something for Serena Because Serena you know Serena's been in the game For years I got something real special for her Real special for her And I will display that When she Um Right now, I think she's. I think she's either tied to tied to break a record, or she's one win away from breaking a record. As it pertains to major um, tournament wins in tennis, I think she's either one win away from tying it or one win away from breaking it. But I'm just waiting for her to break this record, and I will have a special, special. Something lined up for her But I think with You know With all the stuff That's been going on In the sports world For the feet For the women Obviously the US women I had to speak on that That one's in the chamber already I had to do this one About Coco um, I threw Serena in there Obviously You know what I'm saying But again I got something real special for her Later on down the line And then again With the next one Amanda Nunez So again Your boy's gonna take another break And when your boy returns Amanda Nunez, I want you to smell your roses. So, this is your man Dre Day, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast. Don't go anywhere. Your boy will be right back. Stay tuned. What up, what up, what up? Your boy is back. Um, For this final segment, got to salute uh, women's MMA um, two-time champion, 
two-time, well, two-weight class champion, let me say that. I'm not going to say two-time because that means she's won on two different occasions. She's basically, she's the first woman in UFC history to become two-division champion. And she's also the first woman in UFC history to have both, to have two titles at her disposal at the same time. And that's bantamweight champion and featherweight champion Amanda Nunez. Um, this past weekend, excuse me, this past weekend, um, she beat Holly Holm by TKO in the first round. Um, she actually finished her with um, Holly Holm's signature, which is a head kick. And uh, for people out there that, you know, follow, you know, UFC... One of the signature knockouts in UFC history was when Holly Holm knocked out Ronda Rousey. Um, exposed her. Kept her on her feet. Don't let her have you on the ground. Outboxed her. And then, bam! Head kick. Won the match. That's what Amanda Nunez did in this match with Holly Holmes. I mean, I figured, um, I, I kind of figured Amanda, Amanda Nunez was going to win anyway. Um, I like Holly Holmes, but her career just hasn't been the same since she won that fight with Ronda Rousey. I'm not saying that, you know, she didn't care no more, this, that, the third, because I follow her on Instagram. You know, her training habits is, you know, her regimen is great, phenomenal, perfect body, all of that, you know, takes care of herself, but, you know, it's just in certain matches, she was just outmatched, uh, but with this win, Holly Holmes, I mean, Holly Holmes, Amanda Nunez, she has wiped out both divisions where she has won both these titles in, which is bantamweight and featherweight, um, she's beat the likes of Shayna Basner, for anybody that knows her, she's now currently, you know, in WWE. Um, she's beating Valentina Shefalinko. I'm hoping I'm saying her name right. She won. She beat her twice. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know, there's a lot of people out there saying that, oh, she should fight her again. I mean, she, I mean, she beat her twice. What you need to fight her again? What more do you need to prove? I mean, I beat you twice already. There's no need for me to fight you again. Um... She beat Misha Tate. Uh, she beat Cyborg, which she did that within less than a minute. And we all know who Cyborg is. Like, this was someone who was well, well feared in UFC. You know, just ask Ronda Rousey. <laughs> uh, Raquel Pennington. And again, like I said, when I said she wiped out the whole division, my favorite was the wipeout of Ronda Rousey because I remember I remember the interviews, the buildup of that fight. And this was a little I think it happened a little after um Ronda Rousey lost to Holly Holm. She stepped away for a while and Amanda Nunez wound up winning these belts. The match gets announced. Amanda Nunez is the champ. All the attention was on Ronda Rousey. 
to the point where her name was the first name on the marquee. It was Rhonda Nunez, not Nunez Rousey. And what happened? I believe it was in less than a minute. She displayed an ass whooping on Ronda Rousey that no one ever seen before. I mean, Holly Holmes, I mean, Holly Holmes put hands on Ronda when they fought. But what Nunez did was just something worse. Straight right hands, straight combos, all that shit. And she was just doing it with hands. To, to the point where Ronda basically was on suicide watch. She had to quit UFC, couldn't take the ass movements no more. Now she's in WWE. She had to go somewhere script because she was tired of getting her ass beat in the octagon. That's what Amanda Nunez did to the so-called baddest woman on the planet at that time. Well, guess what? We have a new baddest woman on the planet. And that would be Miss Amanda Nunez. At this moment, nine wins in a row. Her last loss was in 2014 against Kat Zagano. Four of those wins were first round finishes and title matches. Dana White, who is the UFC president, has already ranked her with the likes of Anderson Silva, John Jones, Bones Jones. Shout out to him. He just won, you know what I'm saying? You know, he won on he won on that card with Amanda Nunez and Holly Holmes. I mean, some people feel like he lost. Some people felt that he took, you know, the guy lightly or whatever the case may be. He was being booed after the match. But it is what it is. A win is a win. But it ain't about him. It's about Amanda Nunez. She came out of Brazil. Um... Open lesbian, all of that, which has nothing to do with it, but I just, I just wanted to mention it. She started training for MMA at 18 years old. Her record is 18 and four. Right now, you could make a case that she is the greatest women's MMA fighter in history. Look at those names that I just said that she wiped out. She wiped out two divisions. Ronda Rousey, who people thought was unbeatable. Holly Holm put a stop to that. Amanda Nunez, when she fought her, she truly put an end to that. Misha Tate, this was another top-notch fighter. Cyborg, again, this was someone who was probably the most feared female MMA fighter. She made her look like light work within less than a minute. But Dana White said, you know what I'm saying, he would like to see a rematch with Cyborg. So, you know, let's see what happens. She has a fight coming up soon, I believe. So, who knows? Maybe if she wins that fight and she wins it in impressive fashion, which I'm which I'm sure she will, who knows? Maybe, you know, the rematch talk with her and Amanda Nunez will take place. But we got to salute Amanda, Amanda Nunez. Um... What she's done for MMA. Because again, you know, when Ronda was when when, when Ronda was at the top of her game, she like she turned that division to what it was. When Ronda when, when Ronda fought, everybody watched. When she lost, you know, 
female MMA went down the drain a little bit. But then you get the likes of Amanda Nunez. You get the likes of Misha Tate before she retired. You still had Cyborg. You still had Holly Holmes. Holly Holm. But what Amanda Nunez is constructing right now, she's letting it be known that no female in any weight class can fuck with me. Any. And she got two belts to prove it. And they're in two different weight classes. 135, 145. So we got to give credit to her. We got to salute to her. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like I said before, I'm all about giving praise. I'm all about giving credit where it's due. That's why I felt it was very important for me to do a ladies, a ladies edition episode. You know what I'm saying? Because, um, for some reason in sports, the women don't get the love that they deserve. You know what I'm saying? They put in the work just as much as the men do. If anything, they got If anything, they gotta put it in. It's harder because it's more to prove. Because they know they're not gonna get the exposure. They know they're not gonna get the TV time. They know that they not. They know they don't get the same amount of money. They don't get the same chicken as the men. So I felt that it was right on my platform that I said, you know what? I'm gonna do a ladies' edition. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a salute. I'm a salute these ladies because not only am I a fan of sports, I'm a fan of all of it, whether it's the men or the women. There's times I watch college baseball, women's softball. Hell, I watch WNBA. I did one episode already where you know I did my WNBA predictions. The All Star game is about to come up. You think I ain't gonna be watching that? God willing, it's on my day off. Hopefully, it's a weekend where, where, where I'm off. You think I ain't going to be watching that game? You know, my, some of my favorite players are going to be in the game. Asia Wilson. Elena Deladon. Of course, my boo. My baby, Candace Parker. She'll be there. Hopefully. But, you know, you know, she started the season injured. So, who knows? Maybe she won't be there. But... Just those three names. I'm like, I'm just freestyling those three names right now because those are the, the most popular names. Um, so I just felt like it was necessary that this episode, I salute the women in sports. You know what I'm saying? It's only right. It's only right. And, you know, hopefully, you know, some of my fellow podcasters out there, you know, they'll take a page from my book and they'll salute some of these women because... They put in the work too. And just like I said, they may put it in harder than the men because there's more to prove. Because again, they don't get the recognition as the men. They don't get the money as the men. They don't get the TV time, none of that. You know what I'm saying? So I felt that it was only right that I give these women their roses now as opposed to later on down the line when you know, God forbid me for saying this, but they're washed up or dead and gone. Now nah, we're not doing that here. On this platform here, I'm gonna give them their roses while we still, while, 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 while they're still here, and <coughs> excuse me, and putting in that work. So again, it's a wrap for this episode. You know what I'm saying? So again, um, shout out to the U.S. women's soccer team. Congratulations on winning. Another World Cup for the U.S. Um, eat your heart out, Trump. <laughs> um, 
Shout out to... Oh, before I go, Megan Rapino. Shout out to you. Um, she had put out um, a post on Instagram immediately after immediately after her win where she um, basically paid homage to late great Nipsey Hussle. You know what I'm saying? So she you know what I'm saying she basically took one of his quotes and uh, basically gave him his props. Ain't really trip on the credit. I just paid all, my, all of my dues. I just respected the game. Now my name all of the news. Tripping on all of my moves. Quote me on this. Got a lot more to prove. So you know what I'm saying? Congrats to you. Love the quote. The marathon continues. You know what I'm saying? So again, salute to all the women in sports. Every single one of y'all. I'm going to, you know what I'm saying? Give y'all y'all roses. So again, salute to the U.S. women's soccer team. Salute to Coco. Can't wait to see you again on the tennis court. And again, congrats to Amanda Nunez for your win this past weekend in the UFC. So it's a wrap for this episode. And uh, before I go, being that, you know, I'm doing, I'm acknowledging women, you know, in sports, I figured it's only right that not only do I acknowledge them, I acknowledge some of the women that I've come across in the podcasting world. Some of the females that I've been able to have conversations with and listen to their plat listen to their podcasts and listen to their platform and I'm big fans of theirs. So I felt like it's only right that I plug them in and shout them out. So let me get into it. Bear with me. Um, shout out to first. I gotta you know if you if you've paid attention to the podcast and before the episode starts, you hear two wonderful voices um, in the background, and that would be courtesy of Jen and Vernisa from Speak Up JV Pot JV Podcast out in the LBC. 213 so salute to y'all gotta shout y'all out and i'm gonna always shout y'all out you know what i'm saying always i'm gonna always shout y'all out so so salute to jenna vanessa from speak up jv podcast um also from the 314 st louis in the building ball game um shout out to my man hitman holler that's in st louis hopefully these girls have heard of him they should. I mean, he is from St. Louis. They're from St. Louis. Shout out to Bree and Victoria from that What Do Women Know About Sports podcast. Um, I actually got introduced to them earlier today. And they got some, you know, they got some um, wonderful content on their podcast. So definitely go check them out. Um, also, Girl Chat Sports, which is out in Vegas and Seattle. Shout out to Melissa and her co-host, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce your name. So, you know, I didn't want to say it wrong. And I wound up getting a DM saying, dang, how you say my name, yada, yada, yada. So shout out to Melissa and her co-host. I'm saluting both of y'all. So shout out to Girl Chat Sports, which is residing from Vegas and Seattle. Savage Season, the podcast. Shout out to High Tone Renee. 
You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's how you feel, podcast. Salute to Kendra and Jazz. Gourmet Goober. Hopefully I'm saying it right. Um, JJ Outlaw from the 312. Shytown in the building. And uh, last but not least, uh, shout out to April, Danielle, out there in Dallas for that Talking Greasy podcast. So all of y'all, being that this is a ladies edition, I felt the need to shout y'all out, give y'all y'all love, give y'all y'all praise, you know what I'm saying? So it's a wrap for this episode. Um, I can't thank all the, all the listeners. I can't thank y'all enough. Um, for being on this journey with me, um, episode fifty three. I've come a long way, and I can't thank y'all enough. Um, again, this is a passion of mine. I take this thing very seriously. Um, I'm close to that one year, and that one once that year hits, I'm gonna crank it up a whole, a whole, a, a whole nother level. You know, there's a bunch of things I want to do with this podcast, but I'm just waiting for that year to hit, which will be August second. I make a year. Of launching this thing So again I can't thank y'all enough I'm totally thankful I'm totally blessed You know regardless of whatever it is that is Whatever stress that I'm dealing with in my life Getting behind this mic And talking my shit And talking about sports Something that I'm passionate about It's my safe haven It gets me away from all my stress And you know Y'all can hear it in the voice That this is a passion of mine So I can't thank y'all enough For being on this ride with me So again until next time this has been another episode with Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Um, you can go check me out on Facebook, Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. That's the business page. Um, you can check my um, personal page, Dre Day. When I drop the episodes, I always put them on my social media pages. So you can always find the link on there as well. Um, you can find me on Instagram, Sportsway with Dre Day Podcast. Or... My personal page, Dre Day 1985, on Twitter, Dre Day 1985. Um, you can download the Anchor app, Sportswear with Dre Day Podcast, hit the favorite button, and stroll and pick whatever episode you want. You know what I'm saying? It's great, it's great material, you know what I'm saying? Um, I'm also streaming on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Radio Public. Um, a couple of other streaming platforms I can't remember them off the top of my head But those are just some of the streaming platforms Obviously the main ones was the first three I said um, Everybody has those apps downloaded on their phone So y'all can catch me on there as well So again, until next time This has been another episode with Sports Where We Dre Day Podcast um, Have a blessed day Stay hydrated Wherever it is that you are in this world Whether it's here in NY LA, Tampa, uh, Florida, DR, PR. I mean, DR, you know, don't drink the water. They might be doing something, you know, trying to kill you out there, but you get what I'm saying. So, again, till next time, um, stay blessed. I love y'all. And this is your man Dre Day signing off. Peace and love.